Okay, so uh, welcome, welcome. Today, the 8th of October 2019, we are very, very happy to have in our midst the most, <laughs> I don't even know the words to give her, Charlie. This girl, she's been, she's been doing the most, Charlie. She's been spoiling there on different levels. You know, um, what? Her microphone is off. Oh, okay, so let me put it on. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I think I got it. Last week, I did a full intro without the microphone on, Charlie. She was, she was bad. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for reminding me. Um, so, thank you for coming. Uh, my name is Nana Kwame Brikwang AJ. This is the Vibe with Bank show. Thanks for joining and tuning in. Um, yes, this week, we have some great news. We are live on some other pat- um, podcast platforms, which is um, Breaker, Radio Public, Podcasts, Pocket Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. But they say they call it Anchor. But uh, uh, Anchor. <laughs> so, yeah, we are on these platforms and soon on iTunes. We're waiting for the iTunes con- um, confirmation. So, that's why we still don't have it. But it will be in soon. So, yeah, let's get into our guest. Um, please. I don't introduce people on this show. I want them to introduce themselves, tell us about, you know, just the basics so that we get into the conversation. So please, let's hear your sweet voice. Hello, everyone. My name is Nanekia, for short, and for long, I'm a Kia Ophiriampofo. I'm an event planner and a businesswoman. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Nana, what? Ampofo. Ofori. Ampofo. Ampofo. Yes. I'm sure you didn't even know that. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Ofori Ampofo. Okay. That's cool. And you are Santini? No, I'm Achim. Achim. Oh, okay. I come from the same region as the president. Ish. Pressure. I'm sorry. He's disappointing me. Please. Oh, really? Yes. Why? Oh. Please, He's letting us down. The... Where should I speak here? Yeah, just there. Just there. Can I move it a yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Why? He's letting me down. Why? Ah, CSE today, school, CSSPS tomorrow, um, sex for grades to There are too many oh, scandals but sex in for this government. Two, is, it, is it about it's the president? It's not Nekufuado's fault. No, but I mean, I, I kid, I kid. He's doing a good job, I think. He just needs more time. And the way our constitution is set up, four years is not enough for him to do all the lofty things he wants to do. Um, I have a bit of background in finance as well, so I can understand the challenges with some of the work he's doing and um, the time constraints. Mm. But he's a politician. Yeah. Th- that's the bottom line. So he has to tell us what we want to hear, even though it may Charlie, not be... But the one million, one self, no come. Ah, there you see. Anna. That's the thing. The promises are so lofty. The time yeah. is the small. One time, no day. The thing is time, no day. I think so. If we get one of the propaganda people, they'll tell us they have built more than a hundred. What what I hear is they they go and take people's old factories and they give you some money. Yes, to I have a friend who, who, who has such a similar one. He's into juice processing, food processing, mm. and he's already in the business. Mm. But they've approached him to expand it, and now so, they are using it as one of their one D one F. So easy. So like misrepresentation. <laughs> Charlie, this politician is... Uh, All right, so you mentioned 
sex for graves. What, what's up, Charlie? This, this. Kwame. Oh, hmm. masa. Yebeka. Yebeka. We know it is. <laughs> it it's, is old it's news, there. right? Yes. Did you experience something like that when you were not in not for or grades, but um, after when I finished school. I needed a recommendation letter to apply for my postgrad, my master's course, and um, I needed to contact my one of my former lecturers for a letter of recommendation. Mm. And so I called him on the phone. Maybe it was my mistake. I called him and he said he couldn't recognize me. He didn't know who I was, so I should come by campus. And I said, oh, prof, I'll be closing school pretty late. So, I mean, from work. I'll be closing work pretty late. So by the time I get to Legon campus, you may have closed. He said, oh, don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry. Any time. <laughs> Come. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll be there. I mean, I needed the letter. Mm. And I had a, a certain window of time within which to apply. And you weren't scared? Oh, at that time, I didn't think so. After all, I finished school. Okay. This man has taught me for four No, he taught me for two years. So what could he do? Mm. <laughs> so I went there. Drove up to the car park and then I called and said, Oh, prof, I'm in the car, I'm in the car park. Hey. He said, Oh, come upstairs. Do you think I'll come downstairs? Come yeah. up. So I go up. And it was during that time when they are they were doing the evening classes. So the place is very quiet, mm. serene almost. So I walk into his office with my office wear, my heels clacking all over. Ah, you are IKEA. I remember you, I remember you, I remember you, I remember you. You did finance, I remember you, yes. You said you want a letter. Sit down, sit down. Mm. Do you want something to drink? Mm. I tell you what, the letter became the last thing on his mind. Yeah, of course. Asking all sorts of suggestive questions. So who are you seeing? Ah. Hey, you must be dating some rich banker by now. And the person mm. must be squeezing you. Oh, mm. what? Wow. So I got a call just at a, like some opportune moment, stepped out and never went back again. Oh, really? Yeah. Just like that? I mean, where was it going to lead? And you know, this morning I was listening to someone on radio. It's about power play. When they mm -hmm. know they have something you want, mm -hmm. they will hold it over your head until... And there's no other way to get it than exactly. through that person. In my case, I had about five lectures I could approach. But I just thought, oh, he's the one I have that informal relationship with. Because to be honest, to get a letter of recommendation, you need to write... Mm you know, send it to the secretary of your faculty. It goes through a process. So I thought, oh, let me approach him directly since I have his direct access mm. and then just fast track it. But no, it, hmm. turned, it turned out but otherwise. How, how does this feel as a woman? You mm. know, as men, we do a lot of things that we think is cool, is cool, is cool. Mm. Like we do that even normal people like us, mm. your friends, we say things that are very suggestive, very inappropriate, you know, how does it feel as a woman to be sexually, you know, played with in that sense? How does it feel? Um, I don't know if it's my upbringing, but I just feel disrespect. There's no other word. I just feel disrespect. Once a guy approaches me, or what's the word they say, moves to me like that, mm. I feel complete disrespect. Mm. I think so, because I, I project different parts of myself. I project my intelligence. I project the fact that I'm an entrepreneur. I project the fact that I was an athlete in school. Mm. So I feel like, hey, wait, really? you picked, you pushed aside all those good things and decided to just talk about my, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I feel disrespect, complete disrespect. Wow. Yeah. So it's not like flattery. Some innocently, we think, I see the ass. Oh, yeah, you have nice ass. Or Come me, you know me, I don't we have an ass. I mean, yeah, we say those things. <laughs> 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 like, 
like we say those things, you know. Tell you fine, you ask, you know those things. Excuse my language, but then I mean, I, I, it's, it's I, I find disrespect, it disrespectful. Yeah? I find it disrespectful. I have friends who would find it flattering, like you rightly said. Mm. But I, like I said, maybe because of how I grew up, because my parents, particularly my dad, will always tell you there are certain words someone who is not within a certain comfort zone should mm-hmm. use on you, mm. whether it's a friend, an uncle. Oh, okay. So okay. I became very aware from a very young age that there are certain words if you use to me, means I dream bonnie about you. <laughs> that was it. So, and we lived in Asalam Down for a while. You know how these areas yeah. go. Area boys be calling you, yeah. whistling, small girl. Hey, no, yeah. no, 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 no. The moment you it's do that, I know I shouldn't use that road again. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Because... Rape or strife in that area. Yeah. Boy girl relationships, come on. You know, so from a very young age, you are sort of conscientized that look, yeah, you are, we're not going to cocoon you or protect mm, you, mm. but just keep at the back of your mind if a guy is doing these oh, things, things just dangerous. be careful. Yeah. It's dangerous. And for somebody in authority to do that, then it's even more so risky. Exactly. Wow. Exactly. But yeah, you didn't tell us so much about your upbringing Mm -hmm. where did you school you know where did you grow up what kind of friends did you have were you a that that big girl were you uh because you be be that's 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 what i see but i don't know i don't run away from that title because people want to be that at least me if somebody's (laughs) throwing it at me i'll take it um i i my dad died when i was pretty young so i had him for a while Mm. and then he went his way. Okay. <laughs> but then, for the most part, I grew up but with my mom. Ba, that ba can be. Dada is not present, but he did Oh, I get you. Work, oh, yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> but um, that being said, I give a lot of credit to my mother. Mm-hmm. I'm the fourth child of four children. I'm the last, last child. Baby. So, hey. me made them rough. Like, <laughs> look, even now, sometimes hey. I'm like, ah, oh, mommy, needs to... She's like, hey, you're in your 30s now. Don't come and ask me. Concept. You know? <laughs> I, I grew up very privileged. Mm. And I think I'm realizing my privilege now as I'm older. Of course, of course. When I was a child, I took it for granted. Of course. Because I grew up, my siblings, my brother was in Presec, my big sister was in Roses, the other one was in Nachimota. And it became common that, oh, you get to these schools just by being yeah. default, you know. Okay. You didn't but struggle to get in those at schools. At all. Mm. But then you grow and realize, look look at this CSSPS. Charlie? People want to even go to Achimota as day students. Or Presec as they, they weren't getting. Mm-hmm. They were being sent to some far-flung school, yeah. you know. So I think as I've grown now, I've become more conscious of the amount of privilege. And every day, through networks, mm-hmm. because I'll give you an example, and I'm sure you're privy to this. By the virtue of, by, I mean, by, by the virtue of the fact that we went to certain schools, mm-hmm. we have access to certain people. Yeah, of course. That if we hadn't gone to those schools, maybe would have gotten access, but it would have been more difficult. Mm-hmm. You get me? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. So for me, I'll start from my beginning. My primary, my nursery, I'll start from nursery. I went to Mother Care Nursery near Bema Camp. Okay. Um, it's still there, but it's now, um, I'll say it's a shadow of its former self. Okay. And then from there, I went to Northwood Lyceum. Yes. And then, yes, that school is not very common, but we are one Eesh. very, yes. very solid you. school. We know you. Thank you. <laughs> Then from Northridge, like I, I mentioned earlier, I went to Achimota. Hey, the best, sh- the best time of my life. The best time of my life. 
And then for Bachimota, I got into Legon, went to the prestigious School of Administration, now known as um, University of Ghana Business School. Oh, okay. Then from there, I worked for a bit and then went back to school in United Kingdom in the University of Reading. So this is why I say I've I've just enjoyed in terms of privilege. Um, That's not to say I haven't had struggle. I mean, there's a bit of struggle, but not comparable to somebody else's. Of course, of course. Everybody's struggle is different. But mine, I think... appreciate yeah, Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Because, I mean, some of the blessings, as you said, until you grow up to a certain age and you start doing some things or you want some access and you realize, Charlie, this it's not easy like that. It's easy like this. And look at these people struggling like, hey, SSP. Exactly. They are struggling like this. Exactly. Then you know, oh, wow. Charlie. Exactly. So, yeah, it's good. Exactly. It's good. So, what did you um, study in the University of Reading? I did a double master's in shipping and international finance. So I actually have two master's degrees. Actually, you spot it. But that's nice. That's nice. Yeah. And I mean, right now, what I know about you is you're not using any of these things. You are into event planning. This is that's why I said I'm a businesswoman. I'm using the finance because I do financial analysis for companies as well. Oh, okay. I'm starting something like an I'm calling an incubator, but um, you know I worked in the bank for a bit. Yes. You are privy yeah, to yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, I became, give us give us that background too. So no, after school, not necessary. Let's just, let's us, just go something. along. Mention the so, years. You don't need to mention uh, details. So work, I worked in the bank for approximately eight years. Eight years. Yeah, I look as, younger than I am. Eh? As a what? Different capacities. Okay. I did credit analysis. I did risk analysis. I worked in the back office of treasury. I was oh. in corporate banking. I was a customer service. Oh, okay. I was a team lead. I was a group head, acting group head. I've, I've, Charlie, I've been in different positions. Some. Yeah. And I worked with different nationalities, okay. French, Cameroonians, mm. Nigerians. Not my favorite experience. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I've been around. I've oh, been around. you've done well. Yeah. You've done well. So, I mean, now... Uh-huh. I was mentioning, do, yes, great. What so, do you do with your what I do now background? is I don't use the shipping because... Here's what happened. My, hmm, how do I say this to make sense? Okay, when I was doing the shipping degree, the idea was to go immediately into the energy sector. Okay. Because at that time, Ghana was, yes. But when I returned, the shock of my life was, it's a very political industry. Oh, okay. For both the companies to enter and for staff to also enter those respective companies. Okay. So there are jobs, but... To get in is like what's that proverb? You are getting a camel through the eye of a needle. <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been a challenge. Okay. But anyone who knows me knows I love challenges. But the hustle just to get in through the door was too much. And I just say, you know what? I have the degree, I have connections, I have friends. And on the matter of friends, friends have been a huge disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Charlie, you yeah. really know your friends when you Oh you're yeah, in, yeah. Mood. So yeah. I met one very, I won't even say the person came into my life at a good time. I, I just thought there's a friend, let's meet. And then he started asking me, so what are you doing with your degree? What are you doing with your degree? And I felt like, hey, why are you giving me so much pressure? Like, mm-hmm. mind your business, mm-hmm. you know. So he brought me the idea of why don't you start doing analysis, you know, for small companies. 
And I realized, yes, it's something I actually have a passion for because I've dealt with proper established companies like the Nestle's, the Total, Shell, mm. Goyle, etc. But there's that small niche of, I don't call them SMEs, MM, micro, medium enterprises, okay. who no one kind of helps out. Yeah. So their finances are in a mess. They don't know how to file their returns. Mm. They don't know what to do beyond registering the company. Yes. Really don't know what to do. So half the time, the owners live out of the company's account. Yes. Whatever money the company makes is their money. Yes. I used to do that myself as a small business owner. Yeah. So I realized, wait, let me actually tap into this market. So the first few people I contacted were friends of my mom. And my mom is a former exporter. So I contacted a few of them and they said, wow, where have you been? Like, we need you. Okay. And the sudden demand, one person refers another, one person refers another. The next thing I have about 50 clients. Wow. Yeah. So I actually needed help. I had to employ a boy to help me, like a postgrad. So it started, and they keep referring people, they keep expanding what they need from you. Wow. Can you do our financials for us? I'm not a chartered accountant. Okay. So I have to then rope in friends who are chartered accountants. Mm. So now I have a chartered accountant working with me. Wow. So this is something hey. I did not plan. I know all this. Old. Yeah, I know. Hey. It's, it's, and it's not something I advertise because I feel I've not yet put in the structures mm. to go large. Mm. I want to first put in structures, put in salary payments, you know, put in proper, I'll say structures again, yeah. before I go big and then I bring a customer in and I can't manage them properly, yeah. you know. And then aside that, this same friend who brought the idea of working with, um, with small companies said, okay, you have a shipping degree. In Ghana, there isn't much of a shipping market industry, mm. so why don't you approach some of the name brands, okay. Mescline, Costco, etc., and see what you can do for them. So I put together a proposal, the fact that I had done an internship with one very big um, energy supplier in the UK, Trafigura. And I think based on how I sold the project, sold the idea, they said, okay, fine. What they'll do is when they have small um, shipments that the main clearing agents won't do, mm. they will hand them off to me. Okay. So... Very small, almost non-lucrative, but they'll give it to you first to get a feel of how the ports work. Because mm -hmm. our Ghana ports are one... Crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's, it's, crazy. it's, it's, it's like a cartel. <laughs> and for me, I was coming out of nowhere to join the mm -hmm. said cartel. Mm -hmm. So there were lots of roadblocks. I'm a female. Where are you from? Mm -hmm. Who's your father? <laughs> All those things. So it took a while. So now that's also another business line. We do the clearing and forwarding for... Um, companies. Okay. We don't do for individuals. Okay. So say a company is importing, I don't know, um, raw materials for their production, plastics, bottles, cups. Mm. We do the clearing for them and then we forward it to their warehouse. Mm. So they don't have to come to the port, deal with the agents, go through tin number, single window. No, no. we do all that for them. Okay. So that's also one of our major um, income streams. And then event planning, my baby. Your baby. That's what... Hey, Charlie, yeah. so you've been able to do two different things that I didn't hear about. I know. Hey, you've not been a good friend, crowd. Oh, no. <laughs> no, give me... Give me... Give me... Well... The, 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 pardon me. The reason is simple. I, like I said, I want to build it in such a way that there's structure. Mm. And I can, as it were, remove myself... And I still have it I running. I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. So I don't advertise because mm. I feel if the moment you advertise, the pressure you open yourself yeah, yeah. up, and then 
I read I read business pages on Facebook, like people who have businesses, mm. and some of the comments people have, ah, you advertise a product, we call your number, you don't answer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or you advertise a number, we call the number, it's switched off. Mm. You don't want. To and these are small business problems. Yes. My phone may have died, mm. but I want to get to the point where I have a landline. Yeah. So that no matter when you call, there's a receptionist there's there whose job it is to answer the phone. As it is now, my business line is my phone. Yeah. So when you call right now, I can't answer because I'm talking to you. Yeah. Do you see? Yeah. So these are some of the problems. Okay. And it's only those who I kind of approach directly that I can say, okay, this is the challenge I have and I'm a small business, but I can offer you this intimate care. The moment I grow big, I can't be telling them, oh, I can't answer my call because, mm-hmm. no, mm-hmm. you see. So this is the story. It's not that I'm keeping a secret. Oh, no, nah, I know. I mean, and yeah. for real too, it's been a long time we... we Touch base, up, yeah, know, so. yeah. This is our catching up on air. I know, right? <laughs> and everybody's listening to us. Charlie, so yeah, life is going to go off. You know, um, let's, let's, let's give some credit to our sponsors. You know, Woo-hoo. DPF, Design, Print and Finish. You can find them on Instagram. All these beautiful frames out here. You can get them in your office, your homes. Go to DPF, Design, Print and Finish on Instagram mm. or on Facebook and you can reach us. So um, live on Facebook, we're going to go off. If you want the full show, you know where to find us, all right? So thank you very much, and let's continue with the show. Okay. So <coughs> let's go into event planning. Yep. That's your baby since since. I mean, when you were in the bank, you were still... You started I was, there. yeah. Yeah, so how long has it been, and what's the story so far? Okay, um, just a quick history. I started my trip, my say journey, sojourn into events by starting an ushering company. Okay. This was back in 2006 when I was in University of Ghana, Ligon. Okay. So um, I actually started the year before, but I couldn't register the company because I wasn't old enough to register a business. Hey. So, hey, yeah, hey, wild girl. <laughs> so I was running the money through my, I hope my mom is not listening. I was running the money through my boyfriend's accounts. <laughs> And you, you pass maybe 300 CDs, you get back 150. Oh. You pass 400, you get 250. So I was wondering, dude, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> so I just couldn't wait to be mm. old enough to older, open a bank account mm. and get my own business going. So yeah, I started as an ushering business. And at this point, if I can, I'd like to say a big thank you to Chatterhouse. They yeah. gave me my biggest breaks. Oh, okay. Because at the time I worked with them, I hadn't done any major events. I hadn't ushered for any major company. Okay. But I went there with a portfolio and Theresa Yaode, oh, she's an amazing woman. And she's an Accra. That's why you should go to good schools. She's an Achimotan. Ah, so, okay. So it opened some doors opened for the you. door for yeah. me, yeah. So I went there. I was initially supposed to meet one lady in Kechi, mm-hmm. but I got there and Kechi had gone out on a meeting. So I said, okay, let me meet. Uh, Theresa, and they said Theresa is not available, so I should rather meet one lady, Eugenia Pia, who I later ended up working with. She currently runs Spelling Bee. She, oh, okay. She's now Eugenia Tichimensen. So I met Eugenia, the meeting went well, and I think the follow up was she scheduled a meeting for me to meet Theresa, who is, I'm sure we all know Theresa Yawade. Mm-hmm. She's the executive director of, of Chatterhouse. Yeah. So I met her, and she asked for a portfolio of all my girls, like a, a, a booklet with the pictures, mm. their vital stats, mm. the work they've done. And I didn't have it. So she said, oh, are you really serious about this work? Because <laughs> that's what's standard. Like, everybody who comes asking for ashram business, that's what they bring. 
So I said, okay, I'll get it done and I'll bring it. She said, okay, do that. But before you go, where did you go to school? Because you speak well. And I told her, that was it. Hey, forget the portfolio. Forget it. <laughs> when can you bring the girls? How many girls can you give us? We have Miss Malika in a couple of weeks. We need oh. to. And that was it. So any time Chatterhouse had a program, it was my company. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Another time, I was, my, the name of the company was Sky Sleek Ushering Agency. Don't ask me how I got it. I don't remember. Sky Power. Yeah, Sky Sleek. <laughs> so I had letterheads, I had call cards, mm. t-shirt, everything. And I recruited most of the girls from Legon Campus. So, yeah. um, And what I did, which someone tipped me off to do was... I used to go for these Miss Malika auditions. Mm -hmm. So the girls who don't make the cut, I approach them to recruit them. And most of the time, the companies who they've auditioned for Mm -hmm. have a reason. So they'll say, oh, maybe you are too short or you didn't speak well, blah, blah, blah. So I actually groomed them and some went for the next year. So I have two girls who actually placed... Um, one plays in Miss Ghana, she was second. Another plays in Miss Malika, she came third. After you grooming them. Yes. Oh, and then I'll take a fee, of course. Oh, it, was it wasn't for free. A serious thing. It was a business. Ish. Yeah. And so, prior to them winning, how I give them exposure is I tell them, come and usher for this program. So, mm. if Chatterhouse is doing, you know, Chatterhouse is an events company. Yeah. So, they actually do product launches, dinner dances. So, UT was one of their clients. Uh, I think KPMG, PWC. And then UBA. Before UBA became UBA, they were Standard Trust. Okay. So we were the ashes for the events where they were changing the name from Standard Trust to UBA. Mm-hmm. So they costumed us, gave us everything. Hey. Yeah. So my girls were interacting with Namdi Okonko, the MD, you know, people on a certain level. And I empowered them to do that. Yeah. The problem I find with the current generation of ashes is they're so... They are just statues. Several, yeah. <laughs> just docile, just standing there. Yeah. Please, you, you sit here or please follow me. My ashes will engage you. Okay. They were an extension of me. Okay. You won't see me and not say a word to mm-hmm. me. I will I'll find something to say. <laughs> you look good. How are you? You're welcome. Engage. Okay. Yes. You never know where the conversation will, will go. lead. Yeah. yeah. Of course. I I am I mean I encourage them not to go to beyond stay professional. Yeah. Absolutely. Because we are in an era where men feel, oh, okay. she's pretty, she's smiling at me. She likes me. Thank you. <laughs> so I keep drawing them back that, look, you're here to do a job, yeah. but you should do it with a smile. Don't cross a certain line. There's an invisible line. Mm-hmm. Also, because we're all in Legon, there's this thing that, oh, let me see if I can make connections for national service. Good. So that when I finish... Mm. I, so a lot of my girls got into Zenith, um, then Intercontinental Bank, and then UBA, because yeah, we used to because, do a lot yeah. of events for them. Mm-hmm. So this is how I started. And then along the line, I, I of course, roped in more clients. And they'll be asking, do you have waiters? Do you have um, decoration? Do you have rentals? And I'm oh, a businesswoman. Yeah. So I said, ah, instead of referring this business to another person, why not do it myself? Of course. And then I started doing deco. So I'm not a decorator, but out of necessity. You're not a trained decorator. I'm not a trained decorator, <laughs> yes. So out of necessity, I started... If you ask me for waiters, look, I won't you say no. It. I will say yes. Meanwhile, I don't have a single idea find where it. I'll find yeah. the waiter. Yeah. But I'll find them. So I used to go to hotels. Labadi Beach was my first hotel. I actually go there, give my card to one or two of them. You have about 20 calling you in an hour. Madam, you say you want waiters for an event. Uh, I'm available. I'm off tomorrow. And that's how I started it. So I had waiters. And then for Ashes too, one girl comes in. She asks, can I bring my friend? Of course you can. Mm. So then it expanded to Central. I had girls from Regent some from Zenith, 
wow. contacting me. I'm ready. Uh, I, I will take any money you give me. And those times I was paying them 30 CDs. Hey. 300,000. <laughs> so it was a lot of money. It was a lot of money. Okay. And um, I mean, it grew from there on. It's like they say, the rest is history. Yeah. So um, because of the added services, I felt I needed a new identity. Because okay. I couldn't co continue being called Sky Sleek. <laughs> you know, Sky Sleek. Like, it doesn't even sound professional. You know, and I'm at this point delivering Unilever to Shell. And I'm thinking, nah, let me think of a name. So mm -hmm. I, I, I threw it out to friends. Um, friends who were in business, who were in marketing, who were in media. Okay. And they came back with names, came back with names. So at that time... 2008, there was the global um, credit crunch. Okay. And one company I remember going down was Bear Stands. It was a small finance house in the UK. And I asked myself, if you hear Bear Stands, you think of the animal, the bear. Mm -hmm. What does that got to do with finance? Nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay, so my company doesn't have to have any, you know, descriptive name. I can call it anything. Yeah. So I thought of Excel. Okay. Excel because... It personifies excellence. everything, yeah. And then also, I have this ridiculous need to excel in anything I do. Mm -hmm. I can't explain it. And you've done it. Yeah. You're doing so well. Yeah. So basically, Excel Events was born, and people thought, oh, so you don't do ashes anymore. I said, I do. So I had to add Excel Events and support services. Okay. So that I still do all the stuff you know me for, but I'm rebranded now. Okay. So that's how Excel came about, and we've just been growing growing. It's been a bit hard because, like I mentioned earlier, I'm doing to the naked eye so many things. Mm -hmm. But I, I give credit to solid lieutenants, people who who buy into my vision. Back. Yeah. Mm. Buy into my vision and um, I mean, I can close my eyes and go to sleep, go yeah. on holiday and I know this work will be done because yes. person A is in charge. Mm. So I'm working with a lady who graduated from tech in the beginning, her parents were scandalized. What? You want to work with an event company? A mushroom company? Mm. But I think the parents... And I met the parents okay. to tell them my track record, how long I've been in business, where I've worked, the exposure I have. And they said, no problem. The girl did architecture. Can you imagine? Please. After seven years, you want to work with an event company? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So she's worked with me, but we have an understanding. After a certain amount of time, she wants to go back into practice. Okay. Or she wants to go into practice. Okay. So, yeah. So far... That's been it. And I'm sure you are aware now the event business is huge. Crazy, Charlie. Like, huge. <laughs> it's killer, killer, Everybody killer. is jumping on the event bandwagon. Yeah. Everybody, people who don't even know what they are doing. Of course, Are of jumping course. on the bandwagon. I mean, all you need is so, brand yourself and call yourself some Yes, but you see, company. that's the problem. That's There's a saying that, uh, Batakariti, Unhu, Kremu, Papa, or yeah, something yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. that. I have testimonies in my inbox of people who say, I paid person A. They never showed up on my event day. Hey. I paid a photographer. He never showed up. I paid makeup artists. They never showed up. And I'm sorry, but I blame the client. Of course. There's a, another saying, Shen Shen, something, something. You, you, people <laughs> yeah, like what they... Yeah, Shen Shen Kwa. People like the glossy stuff. I, yeah. I use myself as an example. I don't upload much on Instagram. Anyone who knows me on yeah. Instagram, I don't upload. It's not deliberate. It's not like I'm lazy. We are working, but I hardly ever upload because I feel like I want to attract a certain kind of client. Mm. Not the client who looks at my glossy pictures and decides to give me a call. Mm. I'm sorry. Mm. You're not the client I'm targeting. Mm. I target someone who's, who I've done a job for, 
who I have a relationship with and who refers me to the next person. Mm. So that they're not referring based on, oh, I saw a picture of this. Can you do it the same way? Mm. Yeah. So a lot. I have some, even my own friends. I can't just still do events. Yes. So, <laughs> I mean, you're just, it's, it's sounding like your story has been sweet and all that. For, no. for a, lot of, a lot of people listening, you know, Let's go through the entrepreneurial journey, sure, okay? Because, sure. I mean, I know you. I know yeah. you've been through the lows mm-hmm. and the difficult moments and yeah. all these things. I mean, let's share some of these times that, you know, experiences that you you felt like, hey, Charlie, this is my end. I'm, I'm <laughs> going to fold up. Like, let me stop, <laughs> you know? Share moments like that so that it, it might encourage some people course, listening, you know, because... Um, for me, I feel part of this, I think Kwame too, you have this experience. A lot is thrown at us, but our personal character, our personal disposition mm. also plays a part. You can listen to all the motivational talks in the world, yeah. read all the motivational books, but one kasa wusubain, you know, your reaction to negativity, your reaction to down downfall to pitfalls to mm. disappointment plays a huge role. But you, I mean how sometimes it's difficult for people to understand how a dadaba mm-hmm, girl mm-hmm. is so hard. Like, I'm not hard. like no, you are persistent, you right. are you have perseverance, you know. I just want money. <laughs> I want money. Even with I that upbringing, you're still oh, yeah, hard I mean, and you are still hungry. I'm not dadaba still... in that we are not filthy rich. No, we lived in a salam down, not in the posh part. Mm. We lived on one lane called Camflash Street, mm-hmm. we were opposite bus stop bakery. Rats were running helter skelter, <laughs> you know. But and my mom's story is the one I always use as my mantra. She came from a village. Mm. Uh, my mom schooled up to about the equivalent of standard seven is what now, like JSS three. Mm-hmm. And her dad said, "I don't have enough money to take you to school. The hustle is but all yours yeah. now." And she came to Accra, bettered herself, got a good job. Started traveling, you know those times. I'm okay. so. So she leaves Ghana, goes to Liberia, Morovia, goes to Lagos, brings in goods, comes to sell, goes mm. back again. So if you even mirror our lives, there's a bit of the, that parallel okay. in hers and mine. Okay. And then of course she met. I always say a good man. My dad was an amazing man. He's helpful, or he was helpful because he's he's passed away now. He was helpful. Did she tell you what she was looking in a man and what she found in a good man? For my mom, and this is where we differ, for my mom, she's coming from a hard place, baby or fin yet, as they will say, mm-hmm. you know. So you want someone who doesn't remind you of that place. Oh, okay. And it's not going to take you back to that place. Okay. So run away as far as possible. Yes. <laughs> and in, in a certain way, you also she had witnessed pure misogyny, like mm. where the man is lord of everything. Okay. You know, without him. Like, you misbehave and your her mother will tell her, she didn't want that. So she wanted someone who, not per se, is her equal, but someone who sees what she brings to the table. And she found that in my dad. So I say we are different in that. For me, um, I'm I'm, I'm similar-minded in that regard, but I I look for more than just that. I look Mm. for, does this person catch my drifts? Do they find what I find funny? Funny? Do they know what's up? Yeah. You know, and probably that's why I'm still single. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but you're a very easy person to flow with. I am. I, but you I, see, people really don't oh, nah. scratch the surface deeper. Are you sure? Oh, I'm telling you. I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, easy to flow There with. are people who meet me 
I don't want to mention the person's name, but you know him. Probably yeah. I'll tell him after after we go off. Okay. That met me, let's say, by by in person. Mm-hmm. And they said, oh, this girl. Then later, by some twist of fate, we became very good friends. And they're like, ah. Of course. So you cry. Why did I think? You have that thing. You know, why did I think you were you this? Look like, yeah. But know? this is it. Yeah, but there's nothing close, to me. Yeah, yeah. So cool um, back to the motivation. Mm. Um, you want me to talk about some of the things I went yeah, through? Yeah, some of the difficult times um, as an entrepreneur. As it an entrepreneur. On the event or even the. On the other side, yeah. Um, one major hurdle was that people always, not so much now, but people always said I was young for something. Oh. Whether it's for the events business, you are too young to do this business. You are too young to register a company. You are too. There's always an age thing. I don't know if it's a complex with us. Let me, be, be, because of what you are saying, let me ask you one crazy question. Sure. What's the biggest amount somebody has put in your hand? As you know, because they are looking at you as a small girl, and they give you that amount, like take fifty thousand to hundred thousand and manage this for the event, or like what's the craziest amount you've um, received? That People was trusted a few years ago, twenty thirteen. 2013, and I say 2013 because that was when weddings 18. were not okay. expensive. Okay. Right now, weddings are ridiculous. So at that time... Hey, even for you. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I call a spade a spade. Some weddings are ridiculous. Okay. There's no need to spend we'll that much. That. Yeah. We'll so that. at that time, there were some companies that were seen as expensive. Okay. And I prided myself on not being as expensive, but delivering probably better service yeah. because yeah. I, 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 like I said, the kind of clients I approach. Mm. So... At the time, the trending budget for a full wedding was about 120000 So a friend of mine abroad linked me to an African-American lady who was marrying a Ghanaian. Okay. And she said her budget was $100,000. See? So I'm thinking, <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to spend $100,000? <laughs> wow. On one day? So I asked her, what is it inclusive of? Are your rings? And she said, no, 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 no. no. Just the party. Just the party, thank you. God So damn. church decor, rentals, food, hotel booking. It was exclusive of their rings, their clothing, the bridesmaids' clothing. All those things. Yes. So this Gee. was the, the, the single largest at that time. I oh, say this hey, at hey, that hey. time because Charlie, now Charlie, Charlie. maybe that's not so much. But then... Charlie, $100,000 is, yes. is still crazy, man. Yeah, but you it's know, still crazy. right now, those figures are being thrown about yeah, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that time, yeah. and I was working in the bank then and making 2400 <laughs> So I'm like, what? <laughs> you want to give me that money? Do you trust me enough? And you know, because she had been referred by a friend, she had no of worries. Of course, of course. No worries. Word of mouth is serious. That's all she needed. Yeah. So she would send money through either Western Union. And that's I mean, I was boiling. Oh, my goodness. And I, I give thanks to God. I didn't misappropriate the money. Of course. Once it comes, I send her a schedule of things I'm paying for mm. where we are. And it was a destination wedding. So we went to Volta Hotel. It was big. I'm sure. It was big. So they, and they didn't spare an expense on anything. Okay. If it's decor, she wanted all out. If it's music, she wanted all out. Like... Nothing was spared. Wow. And I was thinking, wait, we can't even do this for cheaper. She said, no. no. <laughs> Let's do it. We are doing Charlie. it. Hey. Oh, God, bless us. Oh, Amen. Bless us. You know, <laughs> God. Okay, so, so somebody trusted you that much. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, before those things, some of the challenges, as you said, your age was one of the challenges. Yeah, that was one. Um, people, like I said, friends. Friends, yeah. I put... 
And I think that was just my immaturity. I put too much faith in friends. Mm. Not faith in terms of, I thought this person would do something great. But, you know, you're starting a business. You expect that the people closest to you will be your ambassadors. Okay, ambassadors. You know, you do a job. You tell them, oh, can you please put this on your timeline? Look, Ah, I have a message from my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie forgets. They said, oh, the brand they pay, you know, they are putting out, my stuff doesn't go along with it. So they're Tell sorry, they can't. Will be, oh, yeah. Your friends will show you. And like, I have friends whose parents were billionaires. And I'll say, oh, can you tell your dad I do events? So if they are doing maybe uh, opening party, of... Nothing. They are, even their own birthday parties. They'll say, oh, a friend says you'll do it for me for free. Hey. Implying that will you do it for free? Yeah. If you don't do it for free, then bye. And you later find out they paid somebody else to do it. Mm. You know, mm. that was one. Then, of course, there are times when you are broke. Okay. Like, that's the, the stark reality. There was a time I was doing um, something for Somo Vision. They were launching a new, um, what I call mm. range range of um, microwaves. Okay. So we were handling the rollout. So we did Accra, we did Kumasi. Your company? Yeah. Challenge. So we did Accra, we did Kumasi, and then we came back through Takrade. I can't remember. We did a couple of stops. So it was like a train, mm. like the Nescafe yeah. thing. So we went around the country. So the day we landed in Accra, I got here thinking, yeah, I'm high off, you know, the trip. Mm. I've made money. Then some bill came out of nowhere and wiped everything. I can't remember what bill. This is about, yeah. about 10 years ago. It was about 205. It wiped every... No, not 205. 209. 209. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> so oh, I come home. Yeah, I come oh, home. Sh- and I tell you what, I those times, Trotra was like 80 pesos or something. I had just enough for the car to drop me at IPS. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Mezu Pacho, Mezu Atomic Junction. He said, no, no, see, Kasa, see, I'm not lying. So the guy dropped me at IPS Junction. Hey. And I walk from there to my house in Aboba. <laughs> As I'm going, I'm questioning my life. Like, why did I choose to do this? My friends are working full-time jobs. They are driving air-conditioned cars. Why am oh I? I walked. <laughs> but one thing somehow just kept me going. You know, like, I've come from a trip wow. where I made so much money. I can do it again. Yes. Literally. Yes. Yeah. That was the only thing that kept me out, like... In good spirits, mm. you know, and... Just watch out for the mistake. Yes. So, at that point, I said, why did this cost come, take me by surprise? I didn't mm. see it. I think it was tax. I think it was tax, yeah. I think it was tax, because, yes, it was tax. I had this small office in Jowulu, which is now my main office, so... And those times, we didn't have a signboard. Mm. But I had been told by my neighborhood that, look, v- uh, GRA people have been coming around... Mm. based on maybe your Instagram post or your Facebook or something. Yeah. And I thought it was a lie. Yeah. I thought it was a lie. So I'm in my office one day, we get a knock. There was a girl with me, Adelaide. I said, go open the door. She opens it. They say, hello, we are from Internal Revenue Service. That was when they were Internal Revenue, mm. before they became Ghana Revenue. Look, something just left my body. <laughs> like, <laughs> yes! <laughs> Who are you? What are you doing here? Okay, so they asked me for proof of what I've been doing. And somebody had told me before, look, when tax people come to your office, don't try this at home. When tax people come to your office, tell them you've not done any business. So mm-hmm. no matter what, you've not done any business. So they said, okay, based on what I do, I'm a small company, I don't employ anyone. Because I told them the lady there is like mm-hmm. a friend's mm-hmm. sister. So they said they'll assess me. So they quoted some amount, I think 
this was prior to the no, this was after the renomination. So they quoted me two thousand, mm. two thousand CDs. But the man, I begged the man, I was like, oh, boss, maybe yeah. I've not done any work. The name is just registered. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. office is empty. I said, okay, you pay f- uh, thousand five. Oh. Mm. And it's like she she, she pay or we are locking oh, you up. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, pay or we are locking you up. So I said, okay. Um Hey. Charlie, <laughs> so I just had to. That's some crazy experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think That's I was left with experience. five CDs on me, and those times wow. I could buy check check for some small amount. So there was this check check in a salam that I went to buy it, and that was when I got into that road road where the maid yeah. dropped me off. <laughs> so I got home, I was miserable, I was crying. Oh, Charlie, that's a bad experience. Ha! That's a crazy experience, Charlie. And this is my advice for entrepreneurs. Take your tax serious. I mean, take it seriously. Is that is that what your company does? We do, do, that. do that. Yes, for, we do that. Oh, okay. We do okay. that. So what I normally but do... you do, want to give... You say you don't want to give out your information if people need... How so? Give my information how? Like on the podcast. How people oh, I don't mind. I don't mind. For that kind of help. Because I don't there are a lot of entrepreneurs... They should you know. contact me. Um, Just send me an email. Equia.ampofo at gmail.com. Mm. And I say I say email because when people call, they tend to rattle, mm. and I will say, "Okay, I've heard you, I've heard you." I hung up and I realized I really didn't hear a word, yeah. or maybe the timing was inopportune. I couldn't really process the call, mm. so I prefer emails. I don't do WhatsApp, mm. so I just prefer emails. So akua akua dot ampofo a m p o f o. That's sweet. So please get in touch with her for yeah. your taxes, Charlie. So um. Let's talk about weddings, mm-hmm. all right? Mm-hmm. I've seen your... You're not so active, but I saw one or two posts on your WordPress. You, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> you forgot to I'm impressed. <laughs> I didn't think anybody read that. Oh, I read it. I read it. So your WordPress, you gave some vital information mm-hmm. on um, how to, one, choose your vendor or your event planner. Yeah. And then how to... Have an event on a budget. Yes. Those two yeah. main, I think those were your posts. Yeah. And Charlie, I think my listeners would need those points. Mm. If you could give us something on how to cut down your budget okay. or how to have a fine event with moderate budget. What, what's the going rate right now? If I want to have, you know, I know it's a crazy question, mm-hmm. but just throw out some figures because people want to hear stuff. For a wedding? Yes. <laughs> okay, I would say for every so hundred give me, guests, you, give me give me levels. Okay, so okay. like, okay, you are just a university graduate, <laughs> national service boy. Wait, wait, that's eh? all that I'm one telling you. Wait. wait, okay, fine. <laughs> <laughs> that one they can't afford it. <laughs> okay, cool. So let's leave them. Let's let's leave them. So okay, yeah. you are a young, you know, professional. Maybe, yeah, you've mm. worked for like five years. You've been able to save some. You know, something. What's your budget? What are you looking at? Uh, like you said, it's a crazy question because yeah, crazy question. part know. of it depends on your preferences. A lot of things. You Just know. throw some figures so that people would have ideas. I think you can and have a reasonable wedding from 10,000 upwards. 10,000 huh? upwards. Yeah. Yeah. 10,000? Yep. I say this and I know why I'm Ghana saying City. that. Yeah. <laughs> or dollar. <laughs> ah. Reason being, I'm coming. If you go to a church, and most of us do, you are registered, as in you are, you are in their books, you pay tithes. Normally, those are the considerations churches look at. I told mm-hmm. you I'm a counselor, so these are some of the things. So they want to check, are your tithes paid up, and is your name in the book? Because mm-hmm. some churches, you need to do some kind of classes, baptism, not baptism, uh, they call them membership classes before you are a card-bearing member. Okay, okay. So if you go to a church, one, venue should not be a problem. Hmm. 
a church like mine, Maker's House, we have a large compound. Okay. When you're doing your wedding, it is bona fide. It goes with you. Okay. It goes for you. So what you may have to pay for is maybe the cleaning, because obviously you can't leave the place messy. Mm. And then maybe the choir, you give them some token, because they're coming from wherever to come and sing for your program. Mm. So that shouldn't cost you more than 500 CDs. Mm. And then you can get the church's video people to do the video coverage and photography for you. You know nobody likes that. Well, I have an arrangement. That's why I'm telling you this. Okay. So if you go to a church that has... I'm not saying your church must be like mine, but mm. most churches videotape their sermons these days. Yeah. So just speak to the video guy. Mm-hmm. He's doing it for free most of the time for church. Okay. So offer him something. That Oh, I want you to video my, my ceremony. He will ask you to pay something. Everybody wants the trending video on Instagram. Well, then you can't pay for that. So <laughs> cut your codes. Okay, so you, you have to really be realistic. Yes, Look at what yes, you can yes. afford. And I, I use myself as an example. That so, one okay, day... when you mentioned 10,000, you're talking about all these barest minimum Yes, stuff. not bare... No, don't get me wrong, barest minimum. <laughs> My church photographers, they mm. work with... Um, uh, what's the guy's name? Oh, Jamma. Oh, okay. They work with Focus okay. and Blair. Okay. So they may not give you Focus and Blair level. Mm-hmm. Not that Focus and Blair is a level. I'm not saying he's some standard. Mm. But the way there's all this hoo-ha about yeah, Focus yeah. and Blair. Maybe they might not give you the watermark of Focus and Blair. Thank you. That's what they won't you give mean. you that hype. Yes. But the pictures are excellent. Yes. You know, mm-hmm. if you see any of the pictures I put on my status, they take most of those pictures. Okay. okay. So I'm not saying they will use that same template. But you know you guys have templates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So why would I go and reinvent the wheel and go for, excuse me, say 7,000 cities? Yeah, okay. That okay. can pay my catering. Okay, okay. You see, so, another cost center is food. All right. Caterers are charging upwards of 50 cities per head these days for the rice dishes. Mm. I emphasize rice because, come on, rice <laughs> dishes, rice, plain rice, jollof, wache. Shouldn't that's cost mainly, you that much. Yeah, that's mainly what we see at Exactly, weddings. exactly. How it's much like, should that cost? Uh, realistically, budget 30 to 35 CDs. Okay. So that will give your guests a decent, balanced meal. Okay. And some caterers will even throw in ice cream for you, like mm. a dessert, yeah, mm. or fruits, or a fruit platter. Okay. So what else do you want your guests come and eat? Okay. Bango and vuvu. No, don't come and be full at my wedding. <laughs> you know, but we are talking about budgets. Budgets, yeah. There are other levels. Someone wants a wedding of their mother's dreams. Okay. I so didn't miss a word. We, we, a wedding of their mother's dreams. Exactly. If if we move from ten thousand, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. let's go to say thirty k. Thirty k is like yeah, in between. Okay, fifty k. Fifty again depends. How many guests are you looking out for? Two hundred and fifty. You you can do it. Sweet one. You can do it. Not you can't do Labadi Beach. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't do Kempinski. Mm-hmm. You can't do Golden Tulip. Mm. But you can do an event center. Okay. Rent the event center for say three thousand cities, mm. and normally look out for plus like um, add-ons. Okay. So let's say free. Does it come with free chairs, free canopies, free? The event center. Yes. Because oh, okay. some will tell you it's three thousand, but if you don't ask, they won't add the chairs. Oh, okay. So then you end up going to find chairs elsewhere, and they'll tell you, ah, but chairs are here. We could have given you for for oh, free. Oh, okay. But here's the catch: on the D day, if you use their chairs, you pay for it, because they'll tell you otherwise it was going out. Ah. But because of you, we are keeping it for you. Oh. Whereas you are entitled to it. These are the little loopholes. That you know. That I know. But clients should just ask. Okay. I think our, our culture doesn't encourage people asking questions. Mm-hmm. 
and recently I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I'm loving it. <laughs> Anything these big men say, the kids on Twitter will probe. What did you mean? No, come again. You're not intelligent. This. Oh, the yeah. streets are savage yeah, on Charlie, Twitter. Charlie. Charlie. And I like it. Twitter, you know, I feel crazy. people are disrespectful there, but in a, in a, in a wanting to know more disrespectful way, yeah. you know, because they've taken advantage of us for a long time. <laughs> yeah. So. Wow. So yeah. um, is it better to go with a planner than to do yourself? Of course. I say of course not because I'm marketing myself or my colleagues, but in the end, you will find that there are certain things you could have avoided if you had employed a planner. Let me buy this, tell you what a planner does. They don't just find the vendors and bring them to your doorstep. Mm. Sometimes, because of the relationship they have with the vendor, they can actually get you a lower rate. That goes without saying. Like, I'll use you and I for an example. Mm -hmm. The rate you will give a walk-in is not the rate you will give me. Of course. Because I'm a queer. Mm -hmm. I'm your friend. Mm -hmm. I'm your homegirl. You know, so I, am, I, the planner, will tell you, okay, for your budget... You can't afford X, Y, Z. Use ABC. Mm. And then I'll talk to ABC such that, look, my client hasn't got X, Y, Z money, but this ABC do and like over her, like, mm. and it will lead to maybe the More wedding things. and other things. And everybody will be happy. So the client's expectations are measured, but you are prepared to give her your A game. Mm. And she's mind blown. Mm. Do you see how it works? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's something we learned in marketing in Legon. Under promise over deliver. Yeah. I do that all the time. And it's, it's, it works for me because I feel like if I overpromise and I underdeliver, you, you tell me I'm a fraud. <laughs> so that's, that's one. And then you also need a planner because on the day of the event... Mm -hmm. You can't be calling people. Thank I've you. I've been seeing that all the time, Charlie. It asks me to no end. You're shooting the bride and she's calling Calling somebody. Like, where is And then her parents are ah. losing their cool. What's okay, Charlie? No way. And then Kofuaba. Sorry for no waha. If you had a planner, all this. Because we planners come with a team. It's not just one individual. Mm, so maybe yeah. you have a team of about five or six people. Mm. So one person is with you whilst you're dressing. One person is checking on your groom. Because mm. we've had grooms who drink too much and forget time is going. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they lose track of time. It happens or their so boys. So what's the craziest thing that has happened at your event? Like Oh, I have several. But one, one, one takes the cake. A, a bride's dress burst into flames. Hey. Yes. Who did it? Who did what? Who puts it on fire? No, it burst into flames. Like, it wasn't put on fire. It burst ah, into like flames. Like, maybe somebody was ironing or something. No, 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 no. It was, we were putting it on her. And she's a very spiritual lady, so she mm. obviously attributed, you know, spiritual angles to it. Ah. But it literally burst into flames. So what happened was, you know, I'm in the room with her. So the girls are dressing. Her mom is putting the tiara. So she's literally like, you know, how they shimmy mm -hmm. into their dress. And then she says, no, and I was like, for those who don't speak to like something is going up my legs. So I'm wondering, what's this girl on about? And she was a very stressful client. Yeah. So at this point, I'm like, let's just get this over with and let me get out of here. But she keeps insisting and she's stamping her foot, you know, jittery. So I'm still pushing the dress on her, like, you are getting into this dress, whether you like it or not. So I'm about to zip her up, and she's like, no, 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 take it off. We drop the zip, drop the dress, and it's flames, like, pa, 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 pa. Ah. flames, flames. And the <laughs> dress was burning from the inside. So, I, look, I, I this Christ. was 2015, yeah, 2015. The dress was just fanning on, like, on its own, burning. Wow. So her mom starts, yes, to demo, I'll put some, yeah, yeah. this is, this one, yeah, of course. Yeah. 
So she had to wear the kente she had worn for her engagement two days before mm-hmm. for the wedding. Wow. Yeah. That's oh it. my god, it's crazy. Oh, Charlie, yeah, yeah. Ikea, Ikea, Ikea. <laughs> like, look, we could go on and on and on. <laughs> I mean, Charlie, two friends who are having a conversation, man, we will just go on and on. Let's yeah. end it on this crazy sure. note. Yep, but Charlie, you've been fun, you've been fun, really. You've, oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, man. I'm it's happy an hour has gone by. That's what everybody says. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, it's like fifty-six oh. minutes of oh, recording. Oh, amazing! Yeah, you make it easy though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie, oh, make you, you are, you are fun. You're thank fun. you. And your information is crazy, yeah. Charlie. Thank you so much for thank coming on too. the show. Thank you so much for honoring my short notice. Oh, but what's our friends for? Your busy schedule, you force for me. <laughs> so thank you, and um. Your information again so that people can reach you just for okay, the last time. So my email is akia.ampofo. A-K-U-A dot A-M-P-O-F-O at gmail.com. So for anything you need, event planning, tax information, annual return, mm. and then of course for the shipping information, we do it for companies, not individuals. Okay, so, okay. Feel free. Charlie, thank you so much for coming. My thank name is Nana Kwame Brickrang AJ. This show is proudly sponsored by design print and finish you can catch us on instagram we do your interior decor we do your framing and printing and all that stuff for you you can also catch us on your favorite podcasts you know platforms um, spotify anchor google podcasts breaker all the co-meninis co-meninis you know thank you very much for listening and for keeping us company We'll meet you next week. Have a lovely day.